Matt Hepworth filling in for Katie Wolf this morning. Well, on Friday, the latest Northern Territory crime statistics were released. To talk us through the numbers is Northern Territory Police Commander Matt Hollenby. Uh, Matt, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Matt, and good morning to your listeners. Matt, before we get into the numbers, um, can you tell us what period these latest statistics are for? Yeah, Matt, the the current statistics over the period of May, uh, March... Oh, sorry, 1st of April mm-hmm. 2020 through to the end of March 2021. So essentially that's that's the pandemic period. Mm. And uh, we are comparing that uh, with the 12 months before the pandemic. So, yeah, it's, um, it's sort of a reflection of what happened. Um, yeah. And what's really going to be interesting is what happens in the next 12 months. So in, in uh, May 2022, when we we're having this same conversation, we'll be saying, well, you know, this is what's happened since the pandemic. Yeah, it certainly will be a reflection as to yeah, how our lives have changed and we we're looking at the pandemic 12 months ago, here we are now, and then what's <coughs> going to change over the next 12 months, I guess, we'll be able to reflect on in 12 months' time. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. I think at some point in the years to come, somebody will do a, a thesis on this at university mm. uh, just to, to say what happened and uh, and how it affected the, the social structure of, uh, of uh, our community. Yeah. So. Looking at these statistics from Friday, it <coughs> appears there's been a, a steady increase across the Northern Territory in crime against the person, um, but a decrease in crime against property. Can you talk us through some of those numbers? Uh, Yeah, look, across the Northern Territory, um, um, property crime is down Mm -hmm. um, in most major centres um, and assaults are up. And, uh, you know, there's obviously variations between that. Um, In Darwin, um, which is Darwin and the northern suburbs, um, the total number of property fences is down by 22%. um, And uh, that's the lowest 12-month period numbers recorded since in the last 20 years. So, um, you know, we, we had a period during the pandemic pandemic for six months where there was little to no crime at all um obviously it has um it's gone up uh, since since september last year um so you know uh remarkable lows in property crime palmston uh total property offenses are down by 26 percent as well so uh on, on the property front really really good news uh but bearing in mind that it, it does include that six month period where there was lockdowns and yeah, there was very very little to no crime yeah on the other hand unfortunately though during that <coughs> same period uh crimes against the person increased yeah they did uh quite dramatically um and um uh, very sadly, that included uh, domestic violence and alcohol-fueled uh, domestic violence. Um, you know, um, we've certainly got our work cut out for us in terms of, uh, um, you know, some our alcohol policy and, mm. uh, um, you know, pretty sad when somebody thinks it's okay to assault a family member. So from our perspective, we have a very pro-prosecution approach to domestic violence and uh, if if you if uh, you think it's okay to assault your family a family member well mm. we think differently and we uh, we will prosecute you for it could some of those increases when we talk about um, domestic violence increases also be related to the lockdown the fact that we see uh, <coughs> crime against property down the fact that people obviously weren't out in the community so much anymore committing property crimes but sadly it was happening within our own four walls in lockdown yeah absolutely and there was a lot of things that were different during that lockdown period mm. um, um, you know there was a lockdown so people more people were at home um, and also there was job keeper job seeker seeker the stress of being unemployed um, you know there's a lot of uh, different factors that that would have contributed to that but 
at the end of the day, it's not acceptable. And, um, you know, we, uh, we'll work with our partners to uh, um, intervene and um, um, reduce the, uh, the, the assault rates into the future. We saw a report uh, probably about a month or so ago now from um, uh, Matt Cunningham in the NT News, and he'd done some research looking into the effects <laughs> that COVID payments had had, uh, particularly in Central Australia as well, and some of the damage that was doing in the communities. Did these latest crime statistics support that as well? Uh, look, I think it's a part of it, definitely. Um, you know, it, it was a high-stress time for everyone. Um, you know, the lockdown, not knowing what the future was going to hold for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the really, really disturbing things is we, we know there's a link between property crime and violent crime. Um, all of our high-end recidivist youth offenders uh, are all uh, the products of... Um, d- um, they've been exposed to domestic violence from mm. a very, very early age. So, it's, it, I mean, it's... You know, it might not necessarily be the demographic of your listeners, but um, um, you know there is a there is a tangible link there. Um, so, which is which is really sad that mm. you know kids um, are, aren't brought up in a in a loving family environment, yeah. um, and they go on to uh, to commit property crimes. Yeah, I, I think I heard put quite simply by a commentator recently. They said, you know, there's something obviously fundamentally wrong at home if you've got ten year olds on the street at two a.m. and they think that is a safer and a better place for them to be there's obviously something quite broken at, at home yeah absolutely and look you know we are products of our environment um i mean if you think about your life um you have those really annoying traits that your parents had um <laughs> i know i have mm. um but you know if if you're raised in a, in a horrible environment um and you have those traits of your mother or your father or your guardian mm, um it's, it's a generational thing mm. i think somebody described it as genetic pain but um mm. Um, uh, so yeah, no, there is a there is a, a need for early intervention as well. Yeah, Matt, there has been some high presence police operations in Darwin over the last few months. Uh, <coughs> my mind comes back to that school holiday blitz around Casuarina. Has this helped reduce crime when we're looking at the statistics, or has there been an increase due to the fact that there's actually more arrests as a result of some of these operations? Uh, look, our job is to identify crime trends and, and intervene at an early stage. Mm. You know, we're talking about hot spots, uh, recidivist offenders, um, crime series. Um, so what we do is we try to identify um, these issues as early as we can and, and take a, a positive intervention uh, to reduce them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Casuarina Square, Casuarina Village operation, that yeah. um, it started out as a series of shopliftings from bottle shops mm-hmm. and um, um, some, some were youth, some weren't. Yeah. Um, and uh, when security challenged the person shoplifting, um, there was a, a violent reaction. Mm. So, you know, what turned from a shoplifting could ultimately turn into a robbery. So uh, there was a series within a, a very a few days and we, we implemented an operation and uh, um, arrested quite a few people for, mm. for those types of offences. Mm-hmm. Um, we discovered some antisocial behaviour issues uh, which were consequential and uh, dealt with those as well. So that particular in, um, issue has, has abated for now, but it's one of those things that we just can't take our eye off the ball. Yeah. Um, more recently, Matt, there was a, a story in the NT News over the weekend about Based in the Grass Festival goers uh, ditching drugs uh, due to the sniffer dogs that were there. Can you tell us what happened there? Yeah, um, it was kind of funny, but um, (laughs) uh, 
um, people who were entering Base in the Grass. Mm. Um, there were uh, a couple of places where uh, there was a drug dog screening people coming in. Mm -hmm. um, the drug dog did find, detect, uh, made a number of detections. Um, but, you know, there were a number of people that uh, had drugs that threw them onto the ground uh, just as they were queuing up. And, right. Uh, uh, yeah, and so we're, that was kindly uh, placed them there where we could see them and uh, we went and picked them up. So. Were you able to link it back to anyone at all or was uh, it just that they found them on the ground because they ditched them so they couldn't be linked back to them? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously they didn't want the, the uh, to say to be introduced to the drug detector dogs and yes. um, um, discarded their drugs. So, you know, drugs, these types of drugs, they're not made by chemists, they're mm. not made in sanitary conditions. You really, really don't know what's in them, so um, um, we urge you not to take them because, um, you know, we've seen the results at other festivals interstate where, where there's been mass overdoses and yeah. uh, mass, and in, and in the worst case scenario, a number of deaths as well. Yeah. Um, just moving on to another issue, Matt, there was reports of a lot of um, alcohol-related antisocial <coughs> behaviour at Mindel Beach. Has that calmed down since that alcohol ban was put in place? Uh, yeah, look, we worked with Council and Larrakia Nation on that particular issue. There was a, there was a large number of um, people in town from uh, outside, from remote areas, mm. and uh, that seemed to be a congregation uh, place. Um, uh, there was some, you know, some really disturbing antisocial behaviour there, so mm. um, the Darwin Police Station implemented an operation using our partners um, and uh, targeted it quite strongly for a couple of weeks uh, and a part of that was the council work, working with us uh, we wrote a letter to the council um, asking for alcohol to be restricted there and uh, uh, it has calmed down quite substantially since then. Were there any arrests or, or charges laid as a result of some of that behaviour that was going on there? Uh, there was um, I don't have details in front of me but yeah. um, you know we're talking up to 200 people wow. um, uh, congregating there and drinking and, and carrying on and um, mm. It got a little bit untidy, um, but again, it was about early intervention and using a partnership approach, which mm. is what we did to uh, uh, tidy it up. There was fears that that behaviour could be just moved elsewhere. Has that been the case at all? Uh, look, I don't think so. I think some of it, ha a small amount of it may have, but um, um, uh, a lot of the people from out of town were repatriated uh, through Larrakia Nation to their home community, so mm. that was a positive outcome too. Commander Matt Hollenby, just before you go, is there anything else we should know about or any major uh, police operations coming up? Uh, look, it was road safety week last week. Mm. Uh, obviously, it didn't start out well. Um, no. But, um, um, you know, and my condolences to the family of the, the, the lady that died. Mm -hmm. But, um, um, you know, it's coming up to the tourist season, so um, just be careful on the roads. Yeah, we've uh, heard reports that we've got caravan parks that are uh, completely booked out, a lot of tourists in town, hard to get a, a rental car around the city at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like I've heard reports. I know you're a long-term territory, and this yeah. is the busiest we've seen, the probably Darwin and, and the Territory for our tourist season since 2012. Would you agree with that sentiment? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, mm. like, I, I've done uh, a lot of time in Catherine, and uh, mm. I know some of their caravan parks are booked out years in advance. Wow, um, yeah. But um, at, at key times... Um, um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's like the 
um, Bass in the Grass and the uh, the other uh, concert before that, mm. um, they they show that you can have um, a concert type scenario where there's little to no trouble. So that's you know it's a really positive thing, and uh, and uh, we hope for the other major events coming up. You know, V8 Supercars and uh, mm. you know the uh, the Darwin Cup. They uh, they are equally um, as well behaved. Yeah, it's encouraging to see. Yeah, it's a good thing. Northern Territory Police uh, Commander Matt Hollandy will have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Always a pleasure, Matt.